Welcome everybody. Thank you for tuning in once again to Naturally Supernatural. Today I get an opportunity to introduce everybody, Joyce and Pastor Tom. Thank you for your time once again. Today's topic is going to be very, very real. And I'm talking about sex. I can't wait for everyone <laughs> to really just, you know, for us to, to tackle on this. And hopefully anybody that is tuning in and will hear from this, we'll get some, some advice, some help. Amen. <laughs> but yeah, Pastor Tom, uh, we want to talk about sex. Well, we we want to hear what Bible is saying about sex, mm. and you know, with the younger generation, and I'm sure older generation, and our church playing a huge part in this topic. I know that there's there's a lot that we could talk about because it's not something that's being discussed. And even for my me myself, like I'm looking forward to. Mm. You know, to be dwelling into this. But anyways, let's start with Pastor Tom. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of the younger generation today are really um, going all out almost mm-hmm. to, 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 to experience sex. And, uh, you know, you guys were earlier telling me about this, this <laughs> hook, hookups or whatever. I had to learn. Hookup culture. Hookup culture. And I had to learn that from you guys that it's actually... Yeah. One night you know, stand. From, yeah. from my generation, we used to call is. it one night stand. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of churches too are not talking enough about yeah. it. Yeah, come on. And a lot of youth in church are just uh, groping in the dark somewhat mm. and yeah. not be able to understand uh, what truly the Bible says about sex. Yeah. And um, number one, you know, the Bible in Genesis talks about how God created uh, Adam and Eve. And then they are to, you know, come together and multiply come and on. occupy, mm. right? And subdue the, uh, the earth. And, and so they were told to be joined as one flesh, mm. the Bible says. So obviously, you know, sex is part of the Bible. It's <laughs> like, you know, you don't have, yes. you don't create a man and a woman and then tell them to procreate and how do mm. they do it, mm. right? So sex is there. Sex is a gift. And the biggest, I feel the biggest uh, um, mistake I think people, when people think about sex is that, oh, it's not a good thing. It's, mm. it's you know, you shouldn't talk about it at mm. home. Um, no, the Bible actually talks about sex and sex is actually a good thing. And that's the first thing we're going to tell people out there. Mm-hmm. Somebody says amen to that. <laughs> sex yes. is actually a good thing. Um, you know, sometimes we try not to talk about it um, because we feel it's not a good thing, right? So, um, you know, in Genesis, we find in Genesis 2.25, uh, the Bible says that the first husband and wife were both naked and they were not ashamed. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yep. So... That shame part we need to remove when we talk about sex. Mm. The moment you introduce shame into it, it's very hard for you to move on to the next topic. That's good. You know, the next step, Mm. right? So um, that's the first thing you got to know is that sex is not a bad thing. And, you know, after the fall, um, a lot of people start to think that sex is a bad thing, Mm. you know? Sex is a bad thing. Like the whole world became bad because, you know, <laughs> all these people are having sex and isn't it? No, but it's not like that. 
Mm. It's not like that, you know. It has its uh, purpose, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, in fact, when I start to look into the Bible and in Proverbs uh, 5, uh, chapter 5, <laughs> verse 18 to 19, yeah. there's actually, you know, there's actually advice. There's an <laughs> advice from the, the dad to the son uh, to rejoice in the wife uh, of your youth. Mm. Uh, you know, like a lovely deer, a, a graceful doe. <laughs> And this is the part, like this is the part where it's very sexual. It says, "Let her breast fill you at all times with delight. <laughs> Be intoxicated always in her mm. love." And so, it's it's not like nowhere in the Bible is it's like you know you shouldn't have. Mm. When we're talking about, we, let me establish it. We're talking mm. about the male and a female right. uh, context. So we're talking about how God created man mm-hmm. and woman. And mm-hmm. they had to cleave together mm-hmm. and come together, right? So that we are on the same page here. So when we're talking, we're just talking about the man and the woman, mm-hmm. right? So does that does that make sense to you? And I'm like I'm listening to that, and you know, I in my head, laughing. I heard you laughing <laughs> because in my head, you know, it's not something the church or you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that 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 are, that are, that is that are familiar with that passage, but mm. in just in my head, how detailed could that be? Mm. So it's a clear and very direct. Um, statement from the from the word of God itself, and and it's you know it's it's wisdom, Pastor. Yeah, um, like I say, you know, when you introduce shame into it, then it becomes, you know, a different thing mm. altogether. Like you know, when you talk about shame, you know why? Because when we refer to our Bible, uh, even in in Hebrews chapter thirteen verse four, it says, "Let marriage be held in honor." among all mm. and let the marriage bed be undefiled mm. yes you know so sex between the husband and the wife is never a cause for shame mm. you know it should be honored cherished and enjoy it as a gift it's a gift mm. you know and give thanks to God about it right <laughs> and uh, yeah so uh, that's something that we have to get out of the way first that it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing so yeah. and the moment you put shame mm. and you combine it with sex, mm-hmm. um, then you're off on a, a rabbit trail altogether. Mm. Now, we need to always refer to the Word of God mm. and what God says mm. about sex, right? We've touched a little bit with, you know, again, defining sex biblically and speaking to the to the married couple, obviously. Mm. But Joe is kind of putting you on spot here. <laughs> uh, what a trail. From a, you know, from... Right now, you know, you are single and, you know, praying and, you know. ASMR, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joyce is going to go ASMR pretty soon. <laughs> just, just what, are, what are some of the thoughts uh, or maybe questions in your head that kind of pops in your head, you know, as as you hear us talk about As this? a person, mm-hmm. as a single person. Yeah. When you, I think it's a good thing that, you know, Pastor Tom did point out that it isn't a bad thing. Of course, it's in the constructs of a married couple, man and wife. But it just goes to show how it's such a prevalent issue or topic that is discussed in our culture. And yet within the the realm of the church, it's not being discussed yet. Mm -hmm. It is something that was God given. You know what I mean? Like Mm. when I look at it as in a perspective of of a believer and and, and a follower of Christ, you look at things that were created, right? Mm. And I wonder, I'm like, why do people enjoy it? 
there's a reason. Obviously, mm. you're constantly doing something. Mm. So obviously, there's there's something attached to it that does bring joy mm. or happiness, quote unquote. Mm. However, it doesn't leave a lasting impact. So you're constantly looking for it elsewhere. And when I look at, you know, the, or when I read what Pastor Tom was talking about, I see that there is a joy to it and it's a gift because it's in the constructs of marriage, right? Mm -hmm. Not to say that, you know, married couples don't struggle with, you know, their sex life or whatever. Right, right. But I think in our, in my generation, the hookup culture is such a big thing where it's like people mm. are looking for it everywhere and anywhere. Mm. And yet, if you can find just the the beginning, I guess, root of it or, or how it is actually designed, then you probably would enjoy it to its fullest, mm. if that makes sense. Right. So yeah. that's me. And yes, I am single and I do wear a purity ring. So <laughs> You guys know how to contact us. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, it's not an engagement ring. It's that, a purity ring. But it's, it's good that. Joy's touch on mm. uh, marriage, yeah. you know, like sometimes the couple struggle too, right? But let's just see what the Bible mm. says about that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's like we don't have answers, but the Bible does have all the yes. answers. So I'm going to refer to 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 3 to 4. Um, it, this is a very interesting uh, <laughs> uh, Bible verse on, uh, on, on, on sex mm -hmm. between husband and wives, mm -hmm. right? So it says this, it says the husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights. <laughs> okay. And likewise, the wife to her husband. Mm. For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Can you imagine that? That's what the Bible says, right? Mm, so but, a lot of times, you know, sometimes when we, um, as husband and wives, and, and, and the wife feel like uh, she wants to be intimate and then the husband has other things going on, I think it's, mm -hmm. it's really important to go back to the Bible first and go, you know what? When the wife wants to be intimate, mm. it is important for the husband to provide the intimacy. Mm. And when the husband wants to be intimate, it is important for the wife to provide the, in the intimacy and, and the sexual connection. Mm. Um, the, the reason for that is simply like this. Like if you leave it, no, it's, it's a gift from God. Mm -hmm. so, so when you um, continually deny the other partner of mm. that, uh, you know, the intimacy, mm -hmm. uh, sexual intimacy, um, it can lead to many, many other temptations mm -hmm. right. and it could lead to giving the enemy a foothold mm -hmm. to try to create temptation for mm. either one of the couple yeah um and so it's really important to understand that that um uh, husband does owe it to the wife and the wife <laughs> does owe it to the husband uh it's important like most people don't know that mm. you know wow yeah and we you know we we just touch on that pastor we we see this a lot actually we're you know couples struggling uh because of their sex mm. you know sex life i guess mm. and it just goes back to if you don't want, if, we, if we if we have a poor understanding of mm. of its purpose and what's mm. it for or mm. uh how it how this is a gift and it's meant to be used 
not just for our own enjoyment mm. or for our own good mm. but it actually even even in this even as I, I say this it brings glory to god mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it, it just points me back to to that revelation or or that encouragement you know anything that you do do it mm. for the glory of god mm-hmm. and and again what would you say though for for anybody or couple out there that maybe listening to us right now and somewhat struggling in this area of their or the lives or marriage mm-hmm. what would you encourage them what well i think they need to talk about it number one um mm-hmm. they first have to sit down and meditate on <laughs> on the verse i just gave you uh which is actually from uh 1 corinthians chapter 7 verse 3 to 4 mm-hmm. and you will find that um that the idea that sex was to be mutual right. you know and that the husband actually owed it to the wife mm. and that the wife had the right to claim it from the husband mm. that's actually a, a very <laughs> you know like a very deep uh uh understanding of what sex wow. is and it's actually revolutionary mm. you know mm. it's um it, you know in the when when Paul wrote this uh, in the olden mm. uh Days. A, a days. <laughs> There was no such writing about mm, sex yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, but so when you understand uh, the concept of sex from God, then you know that it's not about you. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Like everything, it's about God. And if God has created you this, um, you know, gift. Mm. Wow. Call it what you want. You can call it a sexual urge or something like that. <laughs> but if you're married. Yeah. Mm. And you know your wife says, you know what? Today mm. I feel like having sex. <laughs> uh, you got to give it. Real talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to give it. And you got to talk about it. You have to have mm. a talk and understanding, mm-hmm. biblical understanding that right. you know this is what is to happen mm. in your life. Um you know, of course there are some circumstances maybe you know, you can talk about things like if you're mm. if you're working all day and you're right. super tired right mm. uh set a, a time apart mm. yes for that like you know and also um you know talk about about uh, how you guys can overcome that mm. um you know sometimes it becomes an excuse like a lot of couples or people they say oh i'm just so tired today honey i'm just mm. so tired mm. today uh there's a deeper issue to that right that's good okay A lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, they're not expressing mm-hmm. what is in their heart, and maybe they don't even know mm. that the command from their Bible yeah. is to, uh, you know, to 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 give it to their wife if their wife requires mm. uh, to have sexual relation, mm. or the husband, vice versa. Okay. So, do you think though that the husband has more? Who takes the lead? <laughs> I'm just being real here. Is it is it on a different day? It's you know, because I'm not like I'm being real here, but I just find that, or you could probably relate with this, but I, I would say that women probably have more um, urge, is not to worry, but more you know, the Lord have blessed them more with with their sex drive than it is with with husbands, I guess. Well, I don't know. Like, I think it's a mutual thing. I think. Yeah. Uh, 
guys, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know, guys, you know, they, they get entrenched into some video game thing or something. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon they forget. And it's about relationship. At the end of the day, right. it boils down to relationship mm-hmm. and being intentional, yeah. being intentional, intentional about your, your yeah. relationship. Right? Choosing. Choosing each other. We yes. talked about that many times. Mm-hmm. And, and choosing each other, it, it's all about that. Like you, you choose the person, even mm-hmm. if, if you... Mm-hmm. If you feel like, you know, maybe I'm not, mm. you know, I don't know. You feel like you're not, um, not feeling it, mm. but you choose the person. It's like, you, you don't feel like taking out the garbage, but you already chosen the person. You right. take the garbage out. So That's it. Is it safe to say that it is a responsibility? As I think it's, it's, uh, you have to understand that it's, uh, it's beyond responsibility. It's okay. actually, uh, it's an honor honoring That's good. Uh, mm. uh, culture mm. where you actually honor that relationship. You walk the relationship understanding that mm. sexual relations is part of that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you need to honor that too. You can't just honor because you just mm-hmm. have a beautiful partner and then Come it on. becomes like, mm. oh, you know, my uh, everywhere that I, I bring her, you know, uh, she compliments me. No, arm candy. You know, it's like an <laughs> arm candy or something. No, it's, it's beyond that. It's mm. the whole entire spirit, mind, body mm. thing that we talk about, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And the body part is is the pro- procreation part where you mm-hmm. actually also have to honor that part of the uh, conjugal uh, relationship. So uh, as husband and wife, you know, and, and, mm. and if you seriously have some issues, um, then, you know, some people do have that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about just, you know, automatic, mm. yeah. right? Some people do have uh, some issues physiologically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they have erectile dysfunction or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, seek help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't just not talk about <laughs> it and then, and then just say, no, not tonight, honey, not tonight, honey. Right. And then eventually she finds out that mm-hmm. you have an issue. Yeah. So you need to, even in that, mm-hmm. and that's all part of sexual uh, mm-hmm. uh, discussion. Even in that, discuss with the spouse and then <laughs> maybe seek help for that, right? Together. Wow. So it's really important to be real. Like mm-hmm. you say, you want to be real. You really mm-hmm. have to be important to be real mm-hmm. and uh, very um, open. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to your spouse uh, mm-hmm. and express how you feel on the inside. Mm. And I'm sure, you know, you can come to a, an agreement, right? Later mm. on, we'll read that uh, there are some parts in the Bible that they say that you have to come to an agreement to mm. to not have sex for a certain time right, mm. right. of the day. Um, we will get into that in, in, a, in a second. But does that make sense to you? That uh, Absolutely. I think, you know, just going back to that, being intentional, choosing, mm. um, yeah, I know we're, I, I know you're gonna mention that verse in a little bit, but I'm just thinking too as a church, you know, as as, as a body of Christ, where we understand, you know, the whole. I think right now there's a there's a younger generation, or there's there's a generation in general that that struggles to to um, to operate in this in this understanding that outside marriage. Sex are being practiced, mm-hmm. right? And I just wanna kind of wanna take a moment just to touch up on that. And why is that, Pastor? Anybody mm-hmm. that's listening to this, why? I know that the church plays a huge part, 
but then it's not always up to church all the time. Yeah, I don't know if um, that makes no, sense. No, yeah. it makes sense. I understand that. I think um, that's a deeper issue where maybe one day we can discuss about mm-hmm. it. And, and a lot of young people uh, they don't get a chance to determine their relationship, and so mm-hmm. what happens is wow. they they immediately get into this uh, app and and just uh, <laughs> you know just yeah. just like you say the hookup culture. Mm. Uh, whatever you want to call it, every generation calls it a different thing. But uh, mm. at the end of the day, it's just uh, you know not being intentional. It's just basically having sex for sex purpose, mm. yeah. for 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 fun. Uh, for fun. Uh, you know, like that's that's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes too, uh, it's shame. Shame kicks in, and then yeah. and then they're not de- right. determining the uh, relationship. They dare not talk about. How they feel on the inside, and and then of course one thing leads to another, right? Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Like you mm-hmm. put two people, mm-hmm. uh, male and female, in a room long enough, something's gonna happen. Like you yeah. know, what I'm saying that's that's just reality. And so, but it, the point is, how do you get to the part where you actually express yourself, express mm-hmm. your feelings, mm-hmm. and your thoughts and your needs, and and actually, you know, tell the person. Like if you tell the person, you know what. Um, let's say you sit down with with another person and mm-hmm. you say, you know, my before I date you, before we get into a deeper relationship, <laughs> I just want to let you know that actually I want to get married one day. <laughs> right? Very few people say those Amen. things. Amen. And so when you don't say those things, <laughs> they are just thinking, okay, well, you know, silence is fifty percent agreement. Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, all I want is to have sex, and she, she or he mm. is not saying anything yeah. about mm. marriage. Oh, let's let's get it on. You know, it's <laughs> like you know. It's so determining the relationship is very important. Just expressing, mm. you know, what is your goal? Mm. You know, mm. in in getting together. So uh, then those apps won't work as well. <laughs> you know, it's like if people actually, at, at the end of the day, you so know, it's, it's actually uh, up to us to actually make that choice to actually express how we feel mm. on the inside. Mm. Some people are just, you know, they don't feel like doing it, but they just feel like, oh, maybe if I do it, I can get further into this relationship. No, right. you should actually tell them. From the get-go. From the get-go, what is it that you are intending like what is your intention mm. in that relationship and if you don't let people know then they don't know i think that's what that's what is lacking i guess in across the board both in church in and out of church where communication isn't something that you know we've we've been advocated for or empowered to do mm. i think luckily for me praise god that you know i was surrounded by people who were willing to teach me at an early age about these things but you know, when I look back, even in my high school days, I'm, I mean, I'm not that old. And I looked at, and I, I re- recall friends or friendships or certain people who had engaged in premarital sex. You know, a lot of them just wanted to find, you know, some sort of comfort because they couldn't find it elsewhere. And so, you know, sex being how it's designed, it's a good thing, yes and amen, of course, but within the constructs of marriage, but because it was used in a, how do I say it? It was mis, misused, so to speak. And so now a lot of people have this false understanding or false feeling that, hey, this is giving me comfort, so I have to find it or mm-hmm. I have to seek mm-hmm. out for it. That's good. You know, but reality is if we can just 
get back to it, like biblically, what it actually is. It, it, it brings, it brings insight and it also will empower you to make those, those decisions because from a perspective, right. From a person who's celibate and who Mm -hmm. has chosen to be celibate Mm -hmm. through and through it's, it's not easy per se, especially in the culture that we live in. It's not like, you know, you hear Mm -hmm. people, let's raise up our V cards guys, you know, no, (laughs) a lot of the times the conversations is, you know, get that, but I'll get it later on. But a lot of conversations nowadays, especially in my generation is, Oh, who did you do? Mm -hmm. Who, who, who's on your list? You know, does this and this matter? Does that and that matter Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, when I look back, I'm like, if I personally, I won't have the context to compare it when the day comes, of mm. course, when the Lord brings whoever, whatever. I won't have Amen. the context to com- <laughs> to compare of, oh, this is better than that or this is better than that. I would have the opportunity to say, hey, this is this is something that we can converse about. It's a conversation to be had, you know, a.k.a. pillow talks with your spouse. <laughs> but, you know, just to see how how hijacked it is mm. Mm. just goes to show that it's a, it's such a powerful thing. Like sex is yeah. something powerful, not just mm. to procreate, not just mm. to, to just enjoy it with your partner, but there's, there's a supernatural mm. thing that happens too. Right. Which mm-hmm. of course, you know, we'll go deeper into that later or, you know, mm. wherever, but it's, that's just me. It's good that you brought that up. Cause uh, yeah, I know that we're going to share this passage that talks a lot more that I think if, if somebody get a hold of this, uh, I believe in Corinthians where it says that your body is not yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let Pastor Tom share more on that. Oh, uh, you know, I, I thank you for that, Joyce. Uh, that was <laughs> interesting. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I just want to also point out to you that um, just because you don't have sex, you're less of a human. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, want to let you know so that. Yeah, that's so important to know. Um, you listeners out there, you mm-hmm. know, so some good. people are just saying, oh, yeah, you're still uh, uh, whatever, you know, you're a 40-year-old mm-hmm. virgin or whatever. <laughs> there's even a movie made on <laughs> yep, that, I think. it is. Um, First thing came to my mind. <laughs> no, there, there, there's no place for shaming. Yes. Yeah. Shame belongs to the enemy. Mm-hmm. Right? Go, you know, Come there's on. no shame in the name of Jesus, when you believe in Jesus. So the thing is the timing, God's timing is correct. Mm. And, you know, he, his word does not come back empty. Mm. So if he says that you're going to go forth and multiply and procreate, he will send somebody. And, Mm. you know, and it's not just about you trying to, okay, well, compare notes or something. Because if you don't even invest in your relationship, you don't even invest in that person. Right? Mm-hmm. And you're just a rolling stone trying to, you know, have sex with so many people and to compare and contrast mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Yeah. like a trophy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you will end up mm-hmm. uh, just uh, be very disappointed because at the end of the day, sex is actually part, I feel, the part of the gifts for the unity mm-hmm. uh, of the man and come the woman on. to come together as one. Because mm. why yes. would they become one as one flesh? Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't invest right. in it, like you're you're just rolling around from <laughs> from another person to another person, and then eventually you're left alone. Mm. Yeah, you feel very alone. Mm. Come on, right? And then all of a sudden you think that sex is your 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 solution mm. uh, to not being alone. No, that's just one facet of what God has given mm. us. But mm-hmm. the first key thing is that you need to invest in a relationship. 
you need to determine that relationship. You need to express yourself mm-hmm. to the uh, to the person that you're dating, and let them know. Maybe on the first date, you might say, "You know what? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be okay? Because I just want to date you and get to know you first, mm. right? Just be, be transparent. Yeah. Uh, instead of doing just jumping into bed and having mm-hmm. sex, I think you need to first. Let the other person, and you should honor the other person mm. and let the person, because the other person might not also want to have sex with you mm-hmm. while dating. Mm. They might want to wait till they get married mm. to you and invest in that and grow in that, mm. right? So, <laughs> so if you if the the culture of like you talk about the hookup culture, <laughs> I think if if, if you continue to have that, it, it becomes uh, you know it becomes your worship it becomes mm. your idol mm. and then so when all of a sudden you're going to start smuggling the idol into your relationship mm-hmm. when you actually get married and you and and when right. you are not being intentional right. you can actually bring that into your relationship and then that's when relationship falls apart mm. like you start to have that that spirit of wandering around mm. to want to have sex with different people yeah. mm. and now you're married and that's why people married couple are still running around mm. sometimes mm. sometimes uh, having adulterous affairs yeah. mm. because they have not fully closed that door mm. because they have not been told right. biblical yeah. truth about sex Come on. and so what happens then is they lug that into their relationship mm. and everything looks really wow. nice at home yeah. yeah but outside of home yeah Things are happening, mm. right? That hookup culture mm. is still happening, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And that's why, I don't know, one time I think somebody uh, broke into one of the apps or something and then all the names were exposed, like mm. people were scrambling because yeah, a lot yeah. of these guys and gals, yeah. they were, uh, you know, they were, they were, yeah, they were smuggling their previous mm. culture into their marriage. Dating website or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, you know, <laughs> wow. just just to be to to answer to what uh, Joyce was mm-hmm. saying earlier, mm. uh, it's really important to determine the relationship. But right yeah. off the bat, right. let the person know. You know what? From yes. the get go, yeah, mm. I will only have sex when I get married with you, mm. right? Mm. But before then, sex is not the main thing mm-hmm. in this relationship. Right? I want to get to know you. Like if if you don't know anybody mm. and you're just having sex the whole time, mm. uh, that's a pretty uh, interesting uh, <laughs> proposal. I think you know a lot of things that come with it. Mm-hmm. You know, not to forget the diseases that come with it yep. and everything else that tags along. Um, just it's just to be on a uh, on a on a mm. cautionary note that. Uh, you should uh, first determine the relationship before you, you know, before you talk about, mm. um, you know, all those other things, Getting right? it more intimate. Yeah. And and to talk about the uh, male-female uh, husband and wife mm-hmm. situation, earlier on I was telling you about how um, married couples should have sex often, mm-hmm. you know. Many people don't talk about that, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, imagine hearing that in church, like your pastor's <laughs> Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm just going to tell you, like, if you're married, you should have sex. Mm. Yes. You should have sex, right? Because why? Because, you know, we talked about earlier how if the wife uh, wants to be intimate, mm. the husband should oblige. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if the husband wants to be intimate, the wife should oblige. 
And that prevents Satan from uh, having a foothold to tempt you. And because when you when you lack that, you have, you know, the self-control part could be uh, an issue. Mm. So if you are looking for this verse, it's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5, right? And there's also a time, it talks about how the Bible talks about how the couple should set aside a few days dedicated to prayer. Mm. And that's the time where you, you abstain from sex, <laughs> you know, because that's your quiet time with our Lord. Mm. And it's really important to have that dedicated time mm. because, you know, that, that is your first intimacy with God. Yep. And then you wow. have husband and wife. Wow. Okay. That's deep. Yeah. So it's really important to have that time with God and you need to talk about it as a couple. You need to talk about, yes. you know, okay, on this day, this day, I'm going to have my private time with God. Wow. So we're going to abstain from sex, you know, have an understanding, mm. you know, be intentional. Right. Um, it's a Bible way now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, even in, in the Old Testament, there, there are times when uh, it talks about sex and it's prescribed as a guard against the wandering eye. Mm-hmm. It talks about the wandering eye and the lustful heart, you know. Mm. And so it, it's actually a gift and also it's very an important gift to uh, to actually cultivate that self-control mm. well, in, 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 your, yes. in your body. So, and... Uh, Earlier on, Joyce talked about how, you know, she's still single and, mm. you know, and she's not uh, talking about mm-hmm. uh, sexual relations yet, right? <laughs> but <laughs> I just want to let you know, I just want to let you know that there's no shame in that no. because uh, a lot of times people are shamed into doing things. Yep. Mm. Mm. It's like in high school or whatever, like yeah. you're the yeah. only one. Are you the only one that yeah. doesn't have sex yet? Oh, tell me about it, Pastor, especially in college. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So there's a lot of that, you know, trying to get you into the... Yeah, to a the, lot of intimidation. Yeah, yeah. intimidation, shaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to do those things because mm-hmm. it does not make you, a, mm. you know, like, you know, it does not make you less of a human. Mm-hmm. I'm just right. trying to say. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> you know, how... How do we know that? Let's go down the list of, of all the Bible characters <laughs> like, you know, Elijah, yes. right? All the different people there. It's a lot. Yeah. It's many yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. Including Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> John the Baptist, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's it's okay. Mm. It's okay to be celibate. It's okay to not have sex yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And if God has called you to not have sex, mm. then it's okay too, mm. Mm. right? And it's not a bad thing. It's like, it's not, a, sex is a good thing, mm. but it's also not a bad thing if yeah. you're not having sex. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so don't, the, the key thing is don't let the enemy shame you into doing mm. something. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That yeah. is ungodly. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it. ungodly. It could it. Be any, today we're talking about sex. It could be anything. Mm. It could be anything. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't have a cell phone yet? Oh, you, you know, oh, it's like, oh, you don't have an Apple. Mm. You're using a PC. Like, <laughs> don't let people shame you into doing things. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's the key. Because one thing will lead to another. The enemy mm. is so clever right. that he'll use one thing 
mm. and then next thing becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. The shaming becomes mm. bigger and bigger. And before you know it, he says, you know, oh, why haven't you de- destroyed your competitor yet? Mm. You know, he's in your way, right? <laughs> you should just destroy him, mm. you know, in business, right? And then you do something stupid. Why? You know, you will sin. Mm-hmm. You do something right. ungodly. Because oh. you've given the foothold to the enemy mm-hmm. and the enemy can use that. And it starts with something so simple as a gift you were mm. given. Mm. Such as sex. It'll start with that, start with that. And then when you're younger and then before you know it, it snowballs into something bigger, <laughs> something mm. really big. And yes. the enemy will use that because now you're reacting to shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The shaming, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You brought up that one great point, you know, with, with this talk today too. And that, you know, self-control, you know, that we get, there's an opportunity for for for, for, for someone to, to really walk, to operate in that. And, and I know Paul himself talked about, you know, a lot, you know, about that. You know, even the ones that hate, if you can handle, I'm just paraphrasing this. If you can handle it, then go get yourself a wife, go get yourself a husband, before mm-hmm. you end up, you know, burning committing, yourself. Yeah, yeah, committing something that you shouldn't be doing. And and again, Bible talks about you know our body is not ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, body is a temple of God, and we use it for His glory. Mm-hmm. And and in 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 an orderly way, where we glorify God with the right use of this gift mm-hmm. we call sex. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, to really, at the end of the day, I think the whole purpose to, um, whether to multiply, to, to you know, it's a manifestation of our love mm-hmm. in our, within our relationship, mm-hmm. uh, being being married, right? And and lastly, like, uh, you know, just kind of going back to what we've talked about, you know, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we've already said that this, this is, it's a gift, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. use it for the glory of God. And secondly, mm-hmm. How how we also mentioned that it's it's we're not defined, you know, by by you know a sexual status whether mm. you know whether we're we're with somebody and we have an active mm. s- you know sex life or not mm. or single and just waiting for for God's timing. Mm. I think in general, just kind of going back, it's 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 a matter of um, really understanding. And having the right believing in this, mm. that I that I feel like you know, with this we could store this mm. and pass this into the gener- next generation, so that they will they would walk in wisdom, mm. not really finding themselves repeating the same mistakes many of us have made. Right? Yeah. Um, often you find me saying uh, there's a genesis to everything, and mm. uh, the genesis to the hookup culture is actually the shaming, and a lot mm-hmm. of times too. I just want to be, uh, put a caveat out there that, uh, you know, if you, you know, if you, for some reason, you're shaming to having a lot of sex before marriage and then now you're married, mm. uh, you need to put the rest, that mm. shame, wow. you know, come to Christ and know that, uh, that's it. you know, you fell down, mm-hmm. but Christ is always there to pick you up and he doesn't want to look at your past. He just wants to bring you to your future and mm. and lead you the right way. So if you're married today and you mm. have those um, open doors, I call them, where, you know, you had a lot of sexual mm. encounters mm-hmm. before marriage. Mm. Um, wow. That's 
that's in the past. Mm. That's done. Don't sparkle that into your marriage. Yes. yes. Or don't feel shame about it because then the enemy will come and put shame again. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the enemy is so clever. They'll come and put shame. And, you, you, <laughs> you know, listeners out there, I know you experience this if you're a married couple. Sometimes they'll say, you know, they'll put shame in your mind. Um, you know, saying that maybe you're not good enough in bed or something like that, or you're mm. you, you, you're you're, wow. you're not really satisfying your your spouse accusations. You know, shame mm-hmm. basically yeah. and accusations, and mm. and so even in that, uh, you know, the enemy can use mm. that. And so, my encouragement to you is always to talk about it mm-hmm. between you know yourselves mm-hmm. as a couple. Like you know, talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay to talk about your. Your, your sexuality and, <laughs> and if it's a God-given gift then don't be afraid to talk about it mm-hmm. because God. the more you hide it uh, mm-hmm. like I say it's like mm-hmm. in, in the book of Genesis when they felt shame they hid mm-hmm. the more you hide the worse it becomes mm-hmm. and so if you feel like you know um, I don't know if you feel like it's a challenge. It's a struggle. Yeah, the opposite is true too. Sometimes you feel like you're not, um, you're inadequate, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, and, and sometimes right. you feel like maybe your spouse is not adequate. You know, like in terms of, uh, you know, being intimate with you, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. You need to discuss about yeah. it. You can't just keep quiet and mm. and then. That gives the foothold for the enemy to remind you, especially if you were having a lot of sexual encounters before and say, hey, mm-hmm. you could go yeah. back to what you were doing. Mm. Come you on. Know? Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you, you're, you're, you're doing something that is not godly. Yes. So talk about mm-hmm. it. It's really yes. important to talk about things. Yeah? Come on, just add to that. You know, you're not what you've done. You're, mm. You are what God says who you are. Yeah. Yes, amen. At the end of the day, it's that, you know, you're... You know, it's not about your past, but it's it's it's, it's the opportunity now that you have in you, mm-hmm. and there's always that invitation, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, come to come to the Lord, come to Jesus, and lay down, you know, at His cross, Amen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Bible is so amazing. I, I tell you why. You know, even right now I'm sitting here, I'm thinking like, oh wow, this was written almost two thousand years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, they're saying, you know wife and husband you know if the wife wants it the husband should give it husband wants it you should give it and 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 you talk about how couples should have sexual relations Mm -hmm. often like this is this all written so many years ago and yet it's so relevant today because why if you if you you know think of the distraction we have today think of it yeah you know all this your, you know your your handheld sets and <laughs> mm. your your music and everything. It's the internet. Yeah. Um, if you don't follow the biblical truth of, mm-hmm. you know, like giving it to yeah. your husband or your wife, mm. uh, when are you going to do it? Mm. Because internet will take over, mm. <laughs> right? So it's really interesting yeah. that when you read how the Bible prescribed. Mm-hmm. Sexual relations mm. in a in a in a couple, um, it's it's really so relevant today. I think. Wow, wow. Well, you know, I hope somebody listening to us, you know, would really find something, you know, from this talk today. Some and, golden nuggets. And really, at the end of the day, it it the heart is to point you right back 
to what the constitution mm. have said and mm. you know really we serve a god that is god of orders mm. you know he gives us this instructions this this direction mm. not only for our own good but it's for you know really for for him for his glory and mm. so that we can continue to live our lives you know the way he has called us to but anyways guys this is this this has been a real talk and such a treat especially for me if i can be honest and i just can't wait you know to to hear from from you guys whoever is listening um but in the meantime you know we're gonna we're gonna stop from this for now and if you are if this is your first time listening to us please check out our website naturally supernatural that life and uh if you want if you'd like to connect with us you can email us and and we'll see you guys next week god bless you all bye bye